This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Well, what should I expect from a long dead myth? Gamey legs, but that's it, right? No answers? Thanks for nothing. Hello, Ariel. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And this is a compilation of references to a movie from 1989. We also want to be part of your world. How are you doing, Emery? <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And uh, yeah, we of course, we talked about Once Upon a Time, which this week featured... Was all about Ariel. Yes, the Little Mermaid. Uh, uh, some, something that uh, has been teased and hinted at for... About a year. Basically the entire series. Yeah. And uh, we finally got it. And, uh, you know, obviously, um, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in the episode. So I should probably just go ahead and let you get to the recap. And let's get right into it, because this is a big episode. So we're probably going to need some time. Okay. Okay. The Little Mermaid saves Snow from the Queen's men. Hook shows the team where Neil has been. Rumpel and Regina hatch a plan to save Henry. Hashtag. See, now you miss. <laughs> Rumpel and Regina hatch a plan to save Henry, and we find out that Belle is just pan being creepy. Everybody tells secrets to save Balefire's bacon, and the fate of Swanfire is finally shaken. Are Rumpel and Pan doomed to a burial? Find out in this week's new episode, Ariel. Did not you know that not many things rhyme with Henry? <laughs> but when you come up with a hashtag in the middle of a rhyme like that, you kind of have to keep Go it. Go with it. Yeah. Because it's a hashtag. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was a reference to ye old Save Henry hashtag. Although I guess next week's is what? Bella's back. Bella's back. Well, they have but, a new one. Last week was Ariel. Yeah, but Bella's been there the whole time. But it, But no, she wasn't. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So what did you think of the episode? Uh, just in general. I liked it. You liked it? liked it a lot. A lot? To a degree. To a degree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, too. I, I definitely, in fact, you know what? We'll just go ahead and get right let's into it. Let's just get into it. Yeah, let's get like into my said, first point. Like you said, we got to get into it. The most interesting thing I thought about the entire episode was the fact that they kind of set up, or at least I think, you know, they set up under the sea is a realm unto itself. Yeah. Because, you know, I, for, well, first of all, obviously, we find out in this episode that mermaids can cross realms. How? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the question, isn't it? Um, but whatchamacallit, uh, yeah, but uh-huh. we, we know that they can jump realms. Mm-hmm. We know that Ariel wasn't taken to Storybrooke by the curse and that she still had no voice from when Regina hit initially. That stinks because that yeah, decades. happened, I mean, definitely because it happened mm-hmm. years before the curse. Yeah, so like 30 years at least, however, or 29 years because Emma's 29. And she didn't age a day. <laughs> she didn't age a day. Maybe mermaids don't mm-hmm. age. This is Maybe pl- it's like, well, she probably was hanging out in Neverland. Do you think? Or? I have no idea. I really have yeah. no idea. But uh, and uh, we also, uh, you know, they use the shell both times to call creatures from under the sea. Do you think the squid that has the special ink that takes away magic was also from a- another realm or maybe the under the sea realm? I almost think not that- necessarily because the shell was used in different ways. Mm-hmm. Because calling the squid, it was you know, and calling Ariel, she talked into it. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I I do definitely think that they they might be setting up a reveal um, that under the sea is its own separate realm, like Wonderland or Black oh, and White World, <laughs> which comes back this Saturday, uh, Thursday. Or but you know I I think I think it'll be interesting to explore, and I wonder if maybe that undersea realm might be a gateway for them to get back. Probably. In, it, it, did did you get the impression? I I got the impression that. Only the mermaid could travel. They couldn't take anyone with them. Most definitely. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been sending her to Rumble's shop yeah, they to would get have been something like, to help them all leave. They would have said, go grab a couple dolphins and, you know, tow us 
<laughs> to us on over Go grab story, your but... sisters and help us. <laughs> so do you think those mermaids we saw in the first episode are related to Ariel? Do you think those are her prissy sisters that, from the movie? I don't know because, I mean, they're so different from the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> they Rump- were nice in the movie. Well, Rumpel makes a couple uh, references in here. They like, can't I, be trusted. Yeah, you can't trust a mermaid. So obviously, Ariel, Ariel's an exception. Right. Not but, the rule. And, and, and I mean, he'd that never was the- known her because, mm-hmm. um, like, he didn't recognize mm-hmm. that she was somebody that Regina had had any interaction with. Yeah. It, it, uh, let, do you think that, uh, you know, I think it was the first season when Regina comes, it, it was in the original Beauty and the Beast episode. Okay. When Regina comes in and she's like, I need some help with the mermaid. Do you think she was getting something from Rumpel to transform herself into Ursula in this episode? No. No? I think if anything. You think it was a different mermaid or? No. I think if anything, it was the cuff, the bracelet. Mm. I can see that. Because I can, yeah, because Regina could Regina probably do that Regina can change what she power. looks like all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Rumpel is more needed to create a magical item. Mm-hmm. Regina can do magic, but she doesn't necessarily create a magical item. Yeah. And it was a very specific <laughs> magical item. Spe- speaking of uh, that shell, and if I, I, I don't think I put the point in here, but I, I thought that it was interesting. Oh, no, I did put the point in here. We'll wait on it. Okay, go ahead to your point. I have no idea what he's talking about. Just Excellent. So you know, I think he had more coffee than me. Oh, by the way, uh, Amory, uh, you know, she been mentioned on our Facebook page this evening before we recorded. Uh, sorry for the late episode, by the way. We... Amory had a meeting last night, and then we just didn't get... We didn't get to it. We weren't able to record last night, but she posted on the Facebook page this evening that she was uh, drinking some coffee, getting ready for tonight's episode. I don't think the coffee did its job, though. No, it really didn't. I'm like... I'm like way more like... I I think that's why I'm being slightly more timid. You're kind of creeping me out tonight. Excellent. Perhaps me and my magic juice will um, help. Oh, I can get creepier. Please don't. (laughs) He's really creepy, guys. Save me. Save Henry. (laughs) Um... Okay, so so is this my turn now? Is yeah. That, is that what just happened? That whole interaction just mm-hmm. did? Yeah. Okay, so I had, you know, a moment. And I don't usually have a big theory moment, but I had one in this episode. Mm-hmm. Pan and Rumpel are the same person. Explain. Um. Okay, this is, gonna sound, this is showing my geek layers. <laughs> sort of like in Harry Potter where one can't live if the other survives. Mm. Um. You know, basically, they know that if one dies, the other dies. Yeah. How are they not the same person? What is their link? I, is there a horcrux implanted in Rumpelstiltskin? skin? <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it It's hard to say at this point because they had – I mean, they, really what they said in this episode is the only evidence we have to go on. Right. But uh, I, I do like that theory that they could be, you know, two, I think they're two different, halves of the same person. Yes. Um, there could be a situation where I don't know they they share a heart or a soul or something along Hearts those lines. Are a thing. But I, I'm kind of getting the impression that there might be a situation where they were friends or brothers or cousins or something when they were both kids, and they opened up a door to Neverland, and that was involved in Rumpel's dad's whole being a coward thing, right? And somehow, however, that whole situation played out, it made it to where. Um, Rumple uh, would die if Pan died. Now, it was something I was kind kind of came to me during this episode was back in last season the 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 Cora episode where she mm-hmm. died, mm-hmm. and Rumple was you know on death's door. If Rumple had died there, would Pan have died in Neverland? Do you think? Probably. Do you think it goes both ways, or do you think it's just like one directional? If Pan kills or if Rumple kills Pan, then Rumpel no, dies. I think if one you dies, think- the other dies. Okay. I because like I said, I think they're the same. They're versions of the same person. Mm-hmm. What I think is when Rumpel was a snotty teenage seventeen year old boy, <laughs> he somehow found his way to Neverland, um, perhaps to you know deal with his grief of his father mm-hmm. and. At some point, split personality thing happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the two sides of his brain were sort of fighting. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of magic going on there. And mm-hmm. it's split. Or maybe, you know, uh, like a portal opened up to Neverland and s- just like sucked out the, the – sucked the childhood out of Rumpel <laughs> or something I like that. I could see. Yeah. So- something like that. I really think mm-hmm. they're even more connected than brothers. Yeah. I think that I honestly think they are mm-hmm. the same person, especially – and I mean it's stupid because friends would know this types too. But, you know, 
this is your favorite breakfast and you like your eggs runny still, right? And mm. Like little things like that yeah, the- is a very – personal thing kind of mm-hmm. like yeah you might know how somebody takes their eggs but did you know exactly how they take their eggs and the fact that pan to- liked his eggs the same way because he was like well if you aren't gonna eat them i will right so yeah right i definitely what see- was it eggs in a basket where you kind of yes! carve out a piece of bread, bread. yes <laughs> put the it egg looked in delicious it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, i love eggs well eggs in a basket the incredible edible egg wow that was but a- yes, so I think they're the same person, <laughs> and I just I want to see that rip. <laughs> hey, it hasn't been brought up lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, Gus Gus purely because it hasn't been brought up all. This season. is true. We we do have to every I'm, now and then. I'm going to pour one out for Gus Gus. I'm not. I'm going to pour it in my mouth. Okay, cool, good because I don't want my office smelling more like beer than it already does. <laughs> Um, you take out the trash. That's, that's a start. This is, this is anyway, true. next. Okay, so the whole uh, bell being Pan's shadow thing, <laughs> that was kind of like creepy because, I mean, Pan's shadow is part of Pan. So basically Pan was kind of, I don't know, not hitting on Rumpel, but he being was, romantic with Rumpel. I mean, obviously to, towards a manipulation. He was going to pull him out of there. Mm-hmm. He was like millimeters from removing rumple from the island from the equation and right yeah. but but yeah i just thought I mean, it, it was creepy but mm-hmm. we knew it wasn't bell <laughs> especially like i think it was last episode and i was like she is evil she is not <laughs> bell see i i can just almost picture rumple next time he sees pan being like you know take a picture to last longer or something. <laughs> well maybe once he gets his mojo back because rumple does not have his mojo right now no but i think he's he- on his way Though mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. We already tried the squid. Well, now he has a plan. He, now he has a partner. And when hopefully when Ariel gets back, he'll, ha- he'll ha- have a some device. power in the situation again that doesn't involve killing himself because, as discussed in this episode, his self-preservation instincts are right, pretty much overpowering. In. And I mean discussed in several episodes this season. That's kind of been a big through line for him. Right. But uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Although it's still really – it just stinks to me. And I mentioned this a couple episodes back. Of just finding an excuse to keep Belle in the series every episode because she was a series regular and they didn't want her going anywhere until they got back to the Storybrooke story. Which, I mean, you know, stuff like that happens, especially when you're working with real people, people who gig like actors and actresses do. Right. But at the same time, I thought they maybe could have been like 5% clever, cleverer with it. Right. Yeah, they definitely I um, sorry, my computer is giving me issues. Think they maybe stretched it one bell appearance too far. <laughs> one creepy bell appearance too far. Mm-hmm. Or if if they had even, you know, found some way to c- c- just the Do fact a flashback that, or something to keep know, her in it. Don't Well, I mean, if it was the if it was the shadow, uh the the if Bell was actually the shadow, I feel like Rumple would have known. I, I feel like he's Rump- not all there. Yeah, but I, I feel like Rumpel wouldn't have stopped at. Oh, it must just be my subconscious creating a fake bell for me to interact with or whatever. Like I, I feel like Rumpel would have, you know, checked it out a little more or something. Yeah, he was- or or known like he did with when he ran into Bay. Like he he got real close up and personal with Bay, and he he was like, oh, wait a second, this isn't an ima- imaginary thing. This is my actual son. Yeah, but it took him a while. It did. He almost did. killed him. <laughs> like but then again he also spent more time with bell a lot more time with recently bell. in in her the first appearance of shadow bell okay <laughs> and you know she, yes because he had hung out with uh neil there for what 10 minutes uh, less than that yeah, like basically a minute <laughs> or something right but uh yeah yeah i just thought thought it was interesting i thought it could have been handled better but it's kind of immaterial and because it's we're over. going back to storybrook yes Yay! next week back to storybrook we're going back <laughs> um the caffeine's kicking in maybe okay yay! so yay ariel mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you thank you did we really have to be as cartoony as we were with this entire episode oh well the the thing that really got me was, was the ursula impression yeah the ursula, that was horrendous yeah because it, it was very much a, a a bad impression of oh i forget the actress's name but the one who played no ursula in the original movie and i mean there were even it, it was just so cutesy and you know, th- that's why I made the introduction to today's episode, yeah. you know, all these references to a movie from 1989. Like, even when she's like, Ariel. You yeah, know. it was 
And, you know, everything in that monologue, like under the sea, part of your world, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Everything. I mean, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean. It was too clever by half. I We're, like the cheesy and cutesy mm-hmm. to a degree, but every single thing was a reference to mm-hmm. the movie and it would have bothered me less. Sorry, I'm just going to let me get my point out. <laughs> um, it would have bothered me less if it would have been something that happened after the curse mm-hmm. because then the movie exists. Yeah. The movie didn't – like you're, you're setting up the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like for some reason that – bothered me more mm-hmm. well you see in that that's the danger of them pulling in the meta references like they have so much this season is that it can definitely confuse an audience like it obviously did with you it you, didn't confuse you, me it just made me mad well i mean i, I it, it, <laughs> maybe not confuse the audience but confuse yeah. the issue right you, you know because you know obviously we know that the movies exist in once upon a time world right and because of that when we see regina acting very Movie-like. obviously imitating right. uh ursula from the movie it uh you know it kind, kind of just uh Makes it a little weirdy. It made it a little weird, especially because they're fighting so hard against the classic, um, you know, characteristics and a lot of like pan and mm-hmm. hook and stuff like that. Yeah. You okay over there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. fine. <laughs> no, I was just looking to see if I'd put something down as a point. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's just weird that they were f- they're fighting a lot of those Disney references on other characters, mm-hmm. but then they were just like embracing it they were more than embracing they were like that was their only mm -hmm. reference i i was thinking about it there's one of two explanations all right let's hear it explanation number one is that the studio came in and said your numbers aren't where we want them to be we know there's a lot of excitement around ariel we want you to make ariel's appearance as much like the movie as possible because there's going to be a lot of new viewers tuning in and there was. Yeah. So we want that we want to hook them with, you know, yeah. all the stuff they Sorry. loved about the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works double because Captain Hook and then Hook like a fish. Uh, <laughs> but, nice. you know, either that or uh, Lana. Uh, is it Lana or Lana? Lana. Lana. Yeah, Lana. I, I was going off the, uh, you know, Lana Lang from yeah. Superman. Yeah, let's uh, but Lana, focus. Maybe, maybe Lana was a big fan of the movie and she wanted to, you it know, It wasn't do a, just her, though. But it almost it, it almost felt like it could have been she wanted to do a big over-the-top over impression of her just to kind of, because she liked the movie or liked the character. Yeah. Or, and I mean, you know, I, I say that because she was the one who was on screen, but it could have been one of the writers, too, who just loved the movie so much that they wanted to go all out with the references. But it was just a little too much. Where the last point, the the whole bell thing, yeah. wasn't clever enough. This was too clever right. by half. It took a little from one, gave a little too much to the other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was a little too cutesy. And I do like the cutesy. But though mm-hmm. I really liked, and this is not anywhere in anything, mm-hmm. the 12-hour legs. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. The Ursula Ball, like, I loved that whole... Okay, and this is something that... Did I, you bring that up? I didn't no, this, read ahead. This is what I was looking for, uh, but I, I obviously didn't write it down. About Ursula, the real Ursula that yes, we see at the end the gold there. Ursula. Yeah, that was voiced by Yvette Nicole Brown okay. uh, from Community, uh, oh, who was in oh. Good Morning Storybrooke as Goldilocks. <gasps> so I'm wondering if maybe, oh. you know, Ursula and Goldilocks aren't the same person for some reason. And she reason. was in gold. Yeah. Oh. So so I thought I thought that was very interesting. I I in obvi- obviously it was because Ursula was described as a goddess. It was probably it, it, that was the form she chose to take. <laughs> when right. Well, con- of course, confronting Regina. But I, 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 no, she peeled off the wall. The the thing is, the thing is, Yvette. Yeah, but she d- decided to possess the statue to confront her or whatever. But uh, Yvette Nicole Brown is much more of a full figured woman, more yes, like the original Ursula was, which yes. was one of my main complaints about. If they make Regina Ursula, you know, that's a great job for a full figured actress out there that's not getting cast because they want to play it young and sexy, right? <laughs> which I, I mean, you know, Lana. Totally young and sexy. Love her. Every scene she's in. Yeah. But would love to see, you know, some f- more full-figured fig- actresses get some chances to, you know, show Have their stuff. Have a good role. Too. Exactly. Have a great role. Because Ursula is a great, meaty, villainy role. There's a role. lot of levels. There's a lot of everything. And this mm. is where our acting background takes over. <laughs> Sorry, folks. This wasn't even on the plan. But yeah, so so I, I would love to see her come in as like a regular see- or a semi-regular. Well, well, highly possible because, <clears throat> excuse me, if she was... 
taking over the statue at that mm-hmm. point, we know Eric's in Storybrooke. Yeah. Which is a point later, but that's all I'm going to – like that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying about that is if Eric's in Storybrooke – Chances are chances are Ursula. Ursula's in Storybrooke. You know, something else we should probably discuss about this is okay. that uh, this is the first time I think we've had a reference to a god or a goddess in the series. So do you think maybe that could feed into the whole uh, New big realm. bad above the big bad above pan above the big oh, bad yeah. thing? Like, oh, do you yeah. think do you think we could get to a, a Mount Olympus? <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we're going you know, quite Olympus, but but I mean, I, maybe I mean, a lower that, tier god. That a uh, pantheon? Do you think that that could become those uh, pantheon? Could... <laughs> but do you think those could become major players? Uh, you know, yes, going ahead, which I think would be really cool. Like yes. if we could, if we could get like Hercules and the Greek gods and everything in there. Hercules was a Disney movie. Yes, he was, and, and I believe I've never seen it, but isn't Emperor's New Groove yes. involved in that whole world too? I, I think I've it, never I think seen it's, it uh, either. Actually, I know which it is. It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, it's on Phenomenal. Netflix. Phenomenal. I might have to watch that tomorrow. <laughs> I, that and there the sequel. There goes my life. Well, <laughs> that will uh, avoid. Okay, so uh, I, I think we should just go ahead and lock this section of the dock because it seems to come up every week this season. Captain Swan Swanfire. <laughs> this is, this has been <laughs> right in the middle. But uh, okay, so okay. basically in this. We predicted this episode. Yeah, yeah. Like that's actually the first thing I said to Anne-Marie because uh, she called me uh, to see what I thought of it. She hadn't seen it yet. And I said, basically, we wrote this episode in our last week's episode. Completely. That it was going to be before. Well, yeah. I, I, well, we I said before, but I it was said right after. It was going to be the tease yes. where Hook told everyone about uh, Neil being alive. But right. it was right after the tease because the tease was the flashback with Ariel. Which is totally acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good but our, fir- our first modern day scene was Hook doing the right thing, which I thought was pretty awesome. But we knew that was going to happen mm-hmm. because, again, Hook is a good guy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I've gotten into multiple discussions mm-hmm. on the Facebooks <laughs> this week. I don't know why I'm suddenly like in all these discussions because I'm feeling very passionate. Mm-hmm. But people are like, I don't understand why Cook- Hook's trying to be a good guy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he is a good guy. Are you watching the same show? <laughs> Pan is the bad guy. Stop pretending he's supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, do people actually think Pan's the good guy? No, I think they're like, aren't I supposed to like Pan? Mm-hmm. Why do I look Hook? It's not just the guy liner, is it? The tight pants. I'm like, <laughs> you're allowed to like him because of the guy liner and the tight pants. But he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even – like he's not even doing like a road to redemption thing here. He's literally just living his life. Yeah, I mean, well, see, they they flipped the script with that whole dynamic. But they've done that with a lot of the characters, yeah. which is, again, why the Ariel thing was driving me nuts. But, not to beat a dead horse. <laughs> you know, and we get, we get to a – oh, what was it? Was it – uh, was it the Whisper Cave or the Shouting Cave? Uh, Echo Cave? Echo Cave. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I, I, I completely blanked on it. But uh, we get there and, you know, everyone tells their secrets. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we find out that, one, one, that Hook thinks that Emma might be his true love take two. Right. Well, everybody gets a take two, mm-hmm. as we learned. Yes. Everyone take. gets a second chance. Um, and then, two, that Emma, while she still loves Neil... There's too many bad memories associated with the no, whole situation. No, it's not too many bad It's that she can't do that to herself again. Mm-hmm. She can't mm-hmm. have the pain of losing him again. Mm-hmm. She wants to love him. She does love him. She'll always love him. But she doesn't want to lose him again. See, I kind of – like I, that was one of the things she stated. But I kind of got the general impression that a big part of it too was the fact that there were so many bad memories – associated with her relationship with neil that she didn't feel they could move forward in a positive way almost okay i didn't get that oh yeah you know it's all open to interpretation it's always open to what we were bringing our mental statuses to it it, yeah i am a captain swan so which hey speaking of that uh captain swan got nominated for a uh people's choice award for best on-screen um chemistry nice yeah. Very nice. Yes. I hadn't heard about that, actually. Um, you apparently don't read Twitter. I, I do read Twitter. I've been a little preoccupied. You have been, week. you know, publishing a book, whatever. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, um, but, but yeah, so I honestly, it's still open either way, I think. It, it is open either. They got to get off this island before anything mm-hmm. can get decided. But I, th- I think it went harder into Captain Swan territory this time. Like, I think if anything, what transpired at the end of this episode is what's going to make neil ultimately okay with everything i will never stop fighting for you boom (laughs) 
we know that the, you know, I don't know, Rumpelstiltskin that family actually, is very, mm-hmm. um, we're going to get what we want yeah. and we're going to do whatever we have to do to well, get it. See, that, that actually, that line actually kind of weakened Neil in my eyes a little bit. The, I, I will never stop fighting for you. Why? How is that? How was that weak? Well, one, it's implying that Emma needs him to fight for her. No, no, no. And, no. Or, or implying that that's the viewpoint he has. That he doesn't want to – he's not giving up on her, that he loves her, that he he, want, he will do anything. OK, the Charmings mm. have said, I will always find you 764 times in the past three seasons. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. But it also kind of I, – I don't know. It just kind of felt like – imagine if instead of being the daughter of uh, Snow White and Prince Charming and the son of Rumpelstiltskin – it it was it it, it, it it was Johnny and Jane Smith and Jones like and Johnny had just asked Jane to homecoming and Jane said I like you but you know I really don't want to go to the dance with you and he's like I will go to the dance and I will be there if you want to dance wouldn't it seem a little desperate and make Johnny seem a little bit weak um yeah but that's not what just happened. <laughs> well, I, I, no, no. I, I mean that's no. so. No. So, how is my analogy wrong? Because you're, I'm just saying if you, if you take the situation and you put it into a too, less fantastical situation, I uh, that. But it, we're in a fantastical situation. We're on freaking Neverland. <laughs> we're deal. We are dealing with fair enough the fair daughter enough. of Snow White mm. and Prince Charming, who may end up with a little brother or sister. And, yeah, and there's a- the son of Rumpelstiltskin slash the Dark One. Like, we're there. We mm-hmm. are at that extreme. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I'm not saying it made him a completely weak, weak character in my eyes either. I'm just saying it weakened him. Just a sketch. Yeah, not to me. Just a sketch. I found it romantic. Um, okay, let's just snap out of that, though, <laughs> before we snap at each other again. Um, thank you, Regina, for coming back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for just leaving them uh-huh. because really she was making me mad just being like, Meh. yeah, she's Meh. been so, she's been so passive and all the, uh, all the, the entire episode. week, pretty, pretty much like a, <laughs> the whole week, the whole week been they've been in Neverland, <laughs> except for maybe the tank episode. She wasn't quite as passive no, because then. she actually had stuff to do, mm-hmm. but this was the first time it really felt like old school mayor of Storybrooke yes. Regina. Like, yes, now she deserved her power. Suit. She had kind of like that evil cackly grin going mm-hmm. on too. Mm-hmm. Which was fun. Um, and thank God she brought Rumpel out of his funk. Mm-hmm. Out of, like, she was able to actually get something out of him because he was even bothering me a little. It, well, if nothing else, at least inspire him to remember that item back in his shop. Yeah, like, how would he, like, mm-hmm. how? Sorry, I'm like, maybe, I, maybe I think he, I want them out of Neverland. It's really. I want Rumpel back in the gold paint. <laughs> well, that's, that's obvious. Dearie. A daddy. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Regina was a lot better this episode. It was, it was nice getting to see her actually do something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. act. Yeah. Now, one thing I was kind of wondering, um, yes. back to the flashback with Eric and Ariel and yes. everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric says that Ursula showed him Ariel's face. Do you think that was Regina Ursula or do you think it was Ursula Ursula? Neither. It was actually Ariel when she saved him. No, but he no because he be- because she said I've never mm-hmm. met you. He had just fallen off a ship. No, I I no. thought he's yes. He well, said that he thought it must have been Ursula. I thought he said he spoke to Ursula directly. No, no, no. Okay, well, if I, dear I listeners, go- please <laughs> please correct me if I'm wrong. Team Anne Marie or Team Bill? <laughs> um, no, he. She says, no, you never met me. And obviously she has legs. So it couldn't have been her Mm -hmm. to him, quote unquote, that rescued him. But he had that face, which, again, going back to the movie, that's all he had was a face and no voice. Well, see, I thought, didn't he say that he woke up on a beach and then he talked to Ursula? No. I, I oh, see. I could have. No. Maybe maybe I I, I watched it too quick or something. Okay. Well, then let's go on to the next point then. I wasn't trying. No, that's fine. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like a little kid just got in trouble. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, there's, it's not worth talking about if I'm wrong. Oh, so. I was just trying to explain what was up. Anyway, uh, where did Snow and Ariel get their dresses for the ball? <laughs> and first of all, okay, so I thought the dresses were, since everything was from the movie, I thought it was like a sail wrapped around them and tied up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, upon further investigation, nope, these are actually nice dresses. 
who'd they, who'd they rob? Neither of them are magical. This is true. And they looked really sloppy. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is me being the vain person. Whatever, <laughs> this is my role in this whole experiment thing. They were all wearing short dresses. Almost mm-hmm. everyone in this entire ball was wearing a short dress. Mm-hmm. We have never in any of these seen short dresses on at a ball type well, thing. Usually they're wearing a long ball gown. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, but it and I completely agree that you know it was it's, all, it's all it was ball all go- but wasn't wasn't in the Little Mermaid and I maybe I'm just basing this off Sebastian, but wasn't it meant to take place in the Caribbean or around the Caribbean? So that could explain the short dresses because you know it's hot. So you know but, a big gown might not be appropriate for the climate. But I, I mean, I've seen several I mean, I maps over the years uh, that have like said the you know the locations of the Disney movies or whatever. And I've always I, I believe Little Mermaid has always been down like uh, I, I think I've seen it in like South America and I've seen it in some more tropical areas of Europe. Which I completely uh, mm. I would buy more Europe. Yeah. Um, but it's just, well, then how did snow get there? How is everybody from the enchanted forest is there? Well, I mean, I, like I, I'm assuming this realm jump. Yeah. I, this isn't a different realm. This is just a different area of the, (laughs) right. Which is the confusing because, you know, Mm. um, snow was just wearing furs and leather. Like, you know, we, we really need a a map, a map of the enchanted forest. Dear Adam and Eddie, can I get a map for Christmas? Yeah, can you just can you mail us your show Bible? <laughs> so, uh, can you send that to greetings from Storybrook at gmail.com? And then the every episode we do will be I wonder if hold on. Let me pull out flip, the Bible. Flip pages for twenty minutes and uh oh okay. And then move on. Right. Uh but but it yeah. just bothered me mm-hmm. that out of nowhere they had these nice gowns. Well, speaking of out of nowhere having clothing, Ariel, when she transformed, was way more modest. It, like the whole transformation thing when she got out of the water was way more modest than the original movie. Yeah. Because, you know, she basically had this kind of like long flowy tendril skirt going on when right. she got out of the water that was colored like her fin. Right. Uh, but wasn't her fin where in the original movie she was naked. yeah yeah like actually i mean i was very young when i saw it i was like seven and i think that was the first time i got an impression of, of the naked. of the nude female form <laughs> was and like, he liked and, it well an impression of, of what it was or what it right. what it might look like uh or whatever so uh i have issues with ariel it's fine <laughs> <laughs> was my first movie it was my second movie my first movie was the super uh homoerotically charged top gun <laughs> so <laughs> the contrast there yeah um so yeah anyway it's on to you is it it is that's very interesting okay so uh more about ariel weird <laughs> i don't know how it'd be about <laughs> no uh in that scene with the shell yeah. I really got a kind of Lenny from Mice and Men impression about Ariel because she was like, no, no, it's okay. I'll turn you into a mermaid and send you under the sea where you'll, you'll never see anyone again and it'll be great and I'll be able to stay here with Eric and it'll be awesome. Like she's, you know, just like Lenny from Mice of, of Mice and Men where when he's holding the cat or whatever and he, he's petting it and he like snaps his neck and he's like, oh, such a cute cat even after it's long dead or whatever. <laughs> like I kind of got that impression with Ariel that she's so innocent that she would do this tremendous harm to Snow White and be like, oh, isn't that great? Right. Well, how would she know? I mean, she lives under the sea. Yeah, and obviously explains why it was so easy for Regina to trick her as well. Now, do you think that, because obviously the real Ursula Mm -hmm. was kind of monitoring the situation because she came back on Regina about it. Do you think that she let Regina take Ariel's voice because oh, what was it that Ariel said right when uh before Regina showed up? Yeah, she's like she kind of gets an attitude and she's like you know when she's talking to the sea trying to get a hold of right. Ursula or whatever and she's like thanks for nothing. Do you think maybe that's why Ursula let Regina do what she did? Kind of because maybe she felt a little disrespected. I god gods a and goddesses little, are like that. Gods and goddesses are like that. Yeah, they're like you know y- you can be mean to your fellow man and. I might look the other way if it's for a greater good or whatever, but if you disrespect me, yeah, 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 yeah. you're gonna you're, get taught a le- you're gonna lose your voice for at least thirty years. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, all right, we've already talked about that point. So, oh, next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, 
How did that? Oh, yeah, because I put it as a sub point to your point. Okay. So the future. <laughs> yes. uh, so do you have any ideas about what object Regina and Rumpel might be looking for to I give Pan no, a fate worse than death? No clue. What do yeah. you think? I because mean, there's so many things in that shop. Yeah, it's Rumpel's shop. There it could, could be, be anything. anything. Can you think of anything that could be a fate worse than death for Pan? Going back to Storybrooke and growing up. This is yeah. It, actually, that's really good. the The thing that would be worse than death to Peter Pan would be to grow up and become Die. A, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's some sort of aging spell or something. But time stands still. But that doesn't mean that if you had a, a magical thing that would make someone age, that it it wouldn't age them. Because I mean, that's not aging through time anyway. That's aging yeah. through magic. That actually, I really like that idea. Good job, Amory. That's two. I got two this week. <laughs> no, but that both that, involving Pan. I could definitely say it being an aging spell or something. Because yeah, what what would Peter Pan be afraid of growing up? Growing up, yeah. So all of those lost boys are, which it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. They just want to climb ropes and shoot. And uh, it, it's uh, confirmed that we're probably going to be using Neil's star maps yes. uh, to go home because they've come out. Three episodes in a row now, so... Well, we knew that was, I mean, that was perfect. Well, see, I, I'm almost kind of thinking that, you know, with the whole fact that they have a the under-the-sea realm and everything and all the mermaids there, that they, that might come into play, too. Maybe someone gets left behind, or maybe that's how Charming can get back. Uh, maybe he can get... Sticking give, in the water. Yeah, instead of... <gasps> instead Bringing of, some of the water with them. Yes. Bring like mm-hmm. they need like a giant barrel flask thing. Or maybe they turn Charming into a mermaid. Merman. Merman. Sorry. Yeah, but Snow doesn't really like the whole mermaid thing. No. She wasn't no. a fan. I don't well, think, I don't think anyone well. anyone in the main party <laughs> is a big fan of the whole mermaid thing. Uh, based on their one interaction with them. Right. But yeah, um, a couple things to set up for the future. I like setting up for the future. So Prince Erickson Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Is Ariel going to get distracted from her task? Possibly, depending on who he is. Maybe he's, I don't know, some homeless guy on the street. Doubtful. Do you think we've met him? I mean, we couldn't have, I guess. Yeah, because we, uh, we would have recognized the actor, I'd not assume. A, not if he was in the crowd. Mm. Maybe they bumped somebody up. With that kind of thing, though, uh, when they're they're bringing a character in for the first time, yeah, you can assume that he was in crowd shots, but he wasn't in crowd shots. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to assume he was in that mob that was chasing, uh, what's his name? Everyone? Yeah. Red. Last season. Oh, poor Red. I wonder if we're going to get to... Did we... uh, Well, we'll talk about the preview in a minute, but I'd love to see Red. Again. She, I mean, she has basically an open invitation to come back when needed or wanted. So, so out of eight tentacles, how many tentacles would you give this episode? Six and a half. Six and a half. Why? It was good. It was a little too cartoony for me. Mm-hmm. Didn't move quite as far forward as I'd have liked. Yeah. But we rescued Neil, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Henry didn't dance around a fire, and that's good. Um, <laughs> Henry wasn't in it at all. Not at all. He was barely mentioned. He hasn't been in the past couple episodes, has he? He wasn't in last episode. Oh, no, he was yeah. with the mirror thing. Yeah, Sorry. The mirror. Yeah. Hi. Main plot point. <laughs> um, are you really watching the show? I really show? didn't feel him in the episode. No, yeah, we haven't felt him all season. Um, man, my computer's cranky tonight. Um, no, he... It was good. Mm-hmm. There was room to grow. Fair enough. Fair enough. You? I, I, I'd give it six, actually. Because mm. it felt like now that she's introduced and everything, I'm very excited excited about Ariel being in the story. And I thought the actress did a great job. She was perfect. Oh, yeah. She, she was 120% mm-hmm. perfect for that role. Yeah. But, it, you know, the stuff with Regina pretending to be Ursula and a cu- couple of other little points mm-hmm. really felt like just like a cheap cash in which i mean i completely understand since everyone's going to be tuning in because ariel's on a tv show right uh and you know it's a smart business decision but mm-hmm. it just felt a little weird uh from uh, the perspective of someone who's there every week right uh but like i said i'm very excited moving forward and i, I actually really hope that they focus a lot more on that whole innocent Lenny from my of mice and men kind of side of Ariel because I think that's a really interesting direction to explore with her and pro- probably the most interesting direction mm-hmm. I'd say so yeah that's about it Be <laughs> sorry I'm reading ahead on things oh that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> 
Okay, and as always, uh, we'd like to thank Audible for thank sponsoring you, this week's episode Audible. of Greetings from Storybrooke. And uh, we, we'll do this one good because uh, Audible's going to be taking a break for a couple weeks for a new sponsor coming up uh, You'll soon. You'll never <laughs> guess what it is. <laughs> okay, but for you, the <laughs> listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, uh, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, now, you can listen to these books on your on your iPhone, on your Android phone, on your Creative Zen player. I think they even have a web player Probably, you can use. Yeah. Uh, you can play them on iTunes. Uh, and, you know, you can take them out when you're on the run, jogging, walking. Under Long the, commute under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Anyway, <laughs> we always like to recommend. We like to sing. We do like to sing. <laughs> And we also like to recommend uh, a, a couple of audiobooks for you to try when you go to get your 30-day free trial. I, now, uh, last week in our episode, uh, or in our feedback episode, they, I think we did what? Friday, Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. In place of Wonderland. We asked people if they'd be interested in us doing a Day of the Doctor special uh, for the Doctor Who yes. stuff. And we heard back from... Uh, three. More than three. You saw more than three? Yeah, we, we had like ten. There was 10 people that said we should do it? Yeah. <laughs> I apparently am special. I can't well, read. The, the thing is, at three people saying we should do it, we would have done it. Right. But, but 10, ten we people. have to do it. Yeah, exactly. We absolutely have to. So I figured this week's recommendation as a way of announcing that would be uh, <laughs> Doctor Who, The Angel's Kiss by Melody Malone. Love which it. if you've seen uh, The Angels Take Manhattan, the last episode for Amy and Rory, <laughs> it's, it's the... Uh, the book that the they, book. that plays a major part in the, in the episode, so it's kind of it's interesting. I've I've I haven't gone gotten through the whole thing, but I've checked out some sections of it, and basically, it's telling the story of that episode in a kind of a different way, kind of a fictionalized way, which is really kind of interesting. And it's narrated by Alex Kingston, who plays River Song. Yeah, I'm gonna have to download that. Yeah, definitely. I love her. And uh, you had a recommendation too, right? Well, you know, continuing the tradition of things that match the show, The Little Mermaid. Classic fairy tales Surprise. for children. <laughs> hey, you know. I was so excited I was going to go in there and get my Little Mermaid recommendation. Were you? you already had one. Were you really? No. No, you weren't? <laughs> yeah. There weren't many options. Mm. And then I was and looking for they some. They weren't that good. Like, mm. you know, you got to have a good narrator. Yeah. This one has a good narrator. Who narrates it? I forget. Here, I'll find that out. You Okay. Well, bas- I mean, it's just you, bas- you get the classic telling of mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid. And, you know, we like to. Go back to the classics and refresh things. Mm-hmm. Magdalena uh, Alexander, who narrates a lot of uh, fairy tales, like a she has a collection of seventeen fairy tales that she's narrated, a treasury of fairy tales, seventeen of the best love classic stories, and we'll go ahead and grab that as a recommendation too. And Sleeping Beauty, Little Mermaid, lots of good stuff. Uh, and uh, like we said, you know, you can go and sign up for this thirty day free trial and get these books. Or any book you want, really. Any book you want. Anything that f- fits your fancy. And to do that... Anything uh, and download... that's your catch of the day. <laughs> exactly. And uh, to go ahead and download that free audiobook, you just have to go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. And we want to thank audible.com again for... Uh, well, Audible, for sponsoring this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook. Thank you, thank Audible. Thank you, Audible. And now, on to the, the news. news. <laughs> do, 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 do. News. 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 Okay, so first off, TV by the numbers. Um, I'm not going to say a bunch of numbers myself. Gobbledygook, gobbledygook. Well, we got a 7.5 million and a 2.3 out of 6, if you know what that means, in 18 to 49. But basically, uh, we, what about, matched the second episode, which was the strongest episode this season. Yes, but we expected that with Ariel coming Mm -hmm. in. We've known, I think there are actually some people who waited Mm -hmm. for Ariel. Before they, to, to, uh, dive to jump in. in. <laughs> We're so punny tonight. You're so punny. It's almost 11 already, too. Ooh, which is fun. <laughs> excuse me, I'm going some, some magic juice. Oh, no, we have, we have feedback to get to, too. We haven't even got, got to that I'm yet. I'm sipping the magic juice okay, to make uh, this easier. Now, I'm going to say right now, you're going to want to, if you don't want to be get a major, well, not a major spoiler, but a minor major spoiler, you're going to want to go ahead and skip two minutes ahead right about now. Okay, if you're gone, uh, basically, um, Van City Filming, which I believe is a production company that works a lot with Once Upon a Time and stuff like that, put a post up uh, 
re- I think it was today, actually, uh, say, saying that Once Upon a Time was filming at St. Mary's Church in West Vancouver uh, with the circus at the parking lot of the Little day- People Daycare and that a beloved character in the show will die. They didn't say what character, but they said they're going to kick the bucket and it's going to break everyone's hearts, more or less. So <clears throat> someone's going to die. I, I well, was, we don't know who. Yeah, I was talking to Rebecca from Operation Covercast on Twitter. <laughs> okay, one one of the quotes. Hold on, dead Neil, dead exclamation mark times <laughs> like twenty. Well, is Neil really? I mean, he's a well liked character. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's one he would of the be classic. beloved. Yeah, my guess is either Snow or Regina. My, I'm leaning more towards Snow because if, Snow if still has if a Char- charming. Has a, doesn't leave. The, I mean, she's mm-hmm. they. They're going to get rid of both of them. They're not going to go on. Yeah, it, because especially, especially the, the, the real life uh, situation with those two. Like, they're not going to have one without the other. Plus, from a <sighs> dramatic perspective, Snow still has a big karma price to pay for what she did with Cora. Yeah, you know. So, although I mean, Regina ha- has a much bigger. Yeah, do you <laughs> really want to talk on that? But Regina is not a good character. No, but she's very mm-hmm. beloved. Yeah, she like, is very, very beloved. She probably has a bigger following than Snow mm. times twenty. Yeah, um, but uh, so yeah, a major character Wait. will die. We yeah. will see who. But it's been Wait. about two minutes. We've been discussing Wait. this, and people are going to be coming back in. So we have to stop. I wanted to read that. What? Okay. It's one of the comments on there. You said the words popular and beloved, but not main or central. So I don't think it would be anyone too important. Certainly no one who's a regular cast member. My bet goes to Ruby, which is dumb. A beloved character. The actress left the show anyway, and they'll need a reason why we'll never see Ruby in the day. No, they don't. I could make, I could see that, though, especially considering, you know, last season we kind of got the announcement that she was kind of out of the show. She was uh, out of the show, but she mm-hmm. wasn't – she just wasn't renewed as a – um, series regular. Series regular. Yeah. She it was um emphasized on both camps that mm-hmm. she is welcome back when they can fit her in. Yeah. And she's filming in Vancouver. But it could be a situation to where they can't fit her in or she can't fit it into her schedule and so Is her show picking up? Has it even aired yet? I have no idea what her show is. <laughs> I don't honestly. either. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, we need to stop talking about this though, because people are going to tune back in if they skip the spoilers, and they're going to be upset with us. Because oh, that, we can't a, have that. Deaths are big spoilers. Deaths like, are big spoilers. Death, death. I'll say, yeah, that's a spoiler. I don't want to spoil for people. Actually, and uh, you know, we'll go ahead and get into the feedback here. But we do have the promo in our show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com for next week. Looks interesting. It looks like they've reshot the. The promo scene with uh, Leroy and Ariel. Yes. Uh, to be part of the episode, which is pretty cool. It'll be part of your world. Yes. Yes. We're going to keep doing <laughs> it. I'm, I'm see if we can make it a Gus Gus thing. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on to listener feedback now, I guess. Now Are you going to read? Oh, just for show notes. Yeah, that's just for the show <laughs> If I would read all <laughs> that, the notes. That's going to that's gonna come in the listener feedback. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I was telling Emery to back off the mic. You probably heard the I'm distortion. I'm going to there. stay back here. <laughs> you, you can come back a little closer. <laughs> Sorry. Come back a little closer. Uh, but if you want to send feedback yourself, you can email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at gfstorybrook. Facebook, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And... I will say, one of our favorite things you can do is leave us a voicemail, which you can do by calling 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And try and get a hold of us right after the episode airs. Because, you know, the longer you wait, the The more stuff we get, the less likely your stuff's going to get on the show. We had to cut some stuff this week. Yeah, we had to cut a lot of feedback. Yeah, we had to cut like 10. And we had inbox zero by the end of our listener feedback episode, too. We're getting a lot of of new listeners, which is great. Keep them coming. But um, you regulars (laughs) who write every week, sometimes twice, because you write for both episodes... (laughs) You're getting cut, but we are reading them. Yeah, we do read them for, we read for all sure. Of them. And we respond when when, when appropriate or when possible, when appropriate, when we want to when, when we, we have something, something we want to say. say. Yeah. Right. For sure. Uh, in you know, part of uh, getting new listeners is we've been getting a, uh, a lot of uh, new reviews in iTunes too, which we always if you leave us a review in iTunes, we will read it on the show. Emery, you want to take the first one here? Sure. I thought you were going to read that other thing first, but that's fine. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I I I can't forget this. I I, I mean, want, you can. I want to give a very special thank you to, uh, on Twitter, at Jasper Ann, J-A-S-P-E-R-A-N-N, go follower, for creating the Team Bill hashtag. 
hey, T-Man Marine, can we please make him stop? (laughs) You know what, though? I am going to say, as much as I I really, really appreciate you creating the Team Bill hashtag, I'm going to ask that we change it to Team Bill Meeks, because right now, Bill Nye is on Dancing with the Stars on ABC. (gasps) (laughs) So Team Bill is being completely flooded with Bill Nye support. Which well, I guess is, you searched it to which see what I came love, up. Yeah, which I love Bill Nye, obviously, but I can't see all You're your wonderful tweets. So change it to Team Bill Meeks. And I'm, I'm just going to say, you know, I do have a book out or it's coming out this week. It's it's out uh, for Nook and a couple other things right now, dogboyadventures.com. But we're going to be doing a few giveaways over the next couple weeks of the book, uh, a couple physical copies and digital copies, too. I will say I'm going to pick three random people to get free digital copies of Dog Boy, Den of Thieves, a superhero slash supernatural <laughs> adventure novel by Bill Meeks. Uh and all you have to do to enter is tweet something with the Team Bill Meeks hashtag. hashtag. I like that contest. I think it's great. I came up with it actually when our... Wow, you were speaking right there? No, no. Actually, <laughs> you, you, one of our, our favorite listeners, Hope, uh, tweeted at me asking if there was going to be a contest. And I said there'd be several. And I was thinking about it. I was like, hey, do, it, do a Team Bill Meeks hashtag a contest. So I'm going to give out five free copies. Just uh, tweet something... At, uh, team bill meeks or you should tweet team Anne marie is the best at (laughs) team bill meeks (laughs) (laughs) okay but you want to go ahead and read that first at the sorry the itunes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know enter the contest you can win a free book make it happen okay review number one love the recap poems i love listening to this podcast it is among my favorite for podcasts about my favorite tv show once upon a time i love listening to the recap poems wait partially we read this one last week. Oh, did we week. get that one already? We okay. read this one. Okay, so we just have the one Yeah, there. let me read that one. <clears throat> I, I think some people must have went in there and rated us uh, without leaving a review then because we got like five new ratings this week or something on there. <gasps> cool. So crazy. Yeah, we read that one on the um, listener feedback episode. Yes, we did. Okay, so this one says, the best Once Upon a Time pa- podcast out there. Though I love Once Podcast, I have to say I think Bill and Anne-Marie are much more entertaining to listen to. Their interactions with each other seem much more organic and dynamic, and there's a sense of humor that Once just can't match. Even their advertising sections are entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) I also enjoy the news and spoiler sections, since while I don't like to know spoilers on big things, I do sometimes hear about casting news and want to hear some discussion about Things like that. Meeks and DeSimone, however her name is pronounced. <laughs> Thanks, Bill, for confusing me. Ha! Sorry, that probably peaked pretty bad. Um, have a great radio presence and always make me excited for the show, even if I'm having a bad day or if the show is having a bad episode. Keep up the great work. And who was that from? Uh, M. Henry Lucero. So Michael Lucero, someone who writes, writes in, in pretty much every week and also someone who got cut from the main this week. <laughs> emails this week. But that was because you left a, a review. Uh, now, let's see here. Next up, we have Nani, uh, who we read some stuff of from last week. And uh, first of all, she references uh, the something I tweeted out right after the episode aired, that w- which was, Snow gets off too easy. The darkest thing she's done is a secret to no one, a.k.a. the core thing, which is one of my big bugaboos like, about the character and actually one of, yeah. one of my favorite things that has happened to the character but uh <clears throat> i can't get my breath sorry and it's so late it's, it's so, not so that late, late. It's, it's a little late it's six after 11 <laughs> but you stay I'm, up till 3 a.m i'm usually night. editing by now but there was just so much to talk about okay then get talking i guess uh, so Nani says, I think this would be the first chink in the bond between Snow and Charming's love. It could lead to an emotional split, not just a split in Living in Neverland or Storybrooke, but a broken family. I wonder what secrets could have been revealed if Rumple and Regina had been there. That would be quality. Yeah. I would like them to have to go there for something. Oh, definitely. Because at that point, that's going to be a whole new storyline. Because what could their secrets be? And uh, Nani says, you know, a missed opportunity for the fans. And uh, Nani also says, thank you uh, to the nod from my, to my quilting podcast, which was in our listener feedback episode. It was very nice of you. And uh, says, I just listened to your fan letters and enjoyed their in-depth evaluation. We'll enjoy a future podcast. I say yes to Doctor Who. One of many. Thank you, Nani, yes. for writing it again. Yes, and yes, I, yes. I think Nani left uh, one or two comments on our Facebook this week, too. So. Facebook? I thought it was Twitter. I was know. it Twitter? Okay. Excuse me. Okay. 
Our next letter comes from Tim Peters. Um, one, why can't Rumpel kill Pan? I have heard some theories, including that Pan will be Rumpel's undoing, which completely makes sense because it just says mm-hmm. the boy will be his undoing. Yeah, it doesn't say which boy. We don't boy. know what boy. Um, Pan is Rumpel's brother. Pan is Rumpel's father. And Pan <laughs> is Rumpel's imaginary friend, like <laughs> Drop Dead Fred, if you guys have seen that film. I re- I, I've never seen that film. I remember the trailers the of that film yes. from when I was a kid. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, that would be interesting. But everybody else can see him. Is that possible? I don't know. Um, two, where in Snow's timeline does this story fit? Oh, that's in that big Bible <laughs> that we want from Adam and Eddie. Um, I think I may have a solution to this. Snow was talking about the benefits of true love, and yet David was not there running with her. Therefore, this might be soon after the Snow Falls episode and before the 7.15 a.m. episode where she returns to King George's castle and eventually takes the forget love potion. That would make sense. I think she was in the same costume. She wore too. that costume a lot. Though. She did. That she was did. like her. I that was actually my first note for the episode was action snow. That's action, action snow. Action snow. Action hunter snow. Um, three. Why didn't Ursula, the sea goddess, after wrapping up Regina, help Ariel? Possible reasons: she is as mean as the blue fairy seems to be to all the fans. She couldn't undo another's magic, but she's a goddess, so that one's unlikely. And thirdly, she wanted to punish Ariel for wanting to be part of his world. Interesting. I also posited a theory towards that end as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, four. Earlier. And most importantly, given the podcast I am writing to, will we learn Eric's storybook name? <laughs> Come on. It has to have some awesome pun in there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it could be, I don't know, Eric Bates or Eric Fishburne or Eric Waterson. I'm sure you can come up with better ones. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, we then, wanted- oh, then I just did. Sorry, carried to the next page. Anyways, hope this gets read. Your fan, Tim. Well, Tim, it got, it got read. read. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> apologize to Tim too. He has tried to get a hold of Tim. Tim was a guest Tim, of he ours. He was a guest last season. Yes. Yeah, uh, but uh, he tried to get a hold of me a couple times over Skype. I guess he has a parody version of uh, what was a Taylor Swift song. I think so. That uh, was uh, Storybrook theme, which I'd love to hear. Unfortunately, it's just I've been so busy lately trying to get the book out that I really haven't had time to hop on Skype and record it. But uh, Tim, if you have you know sound recorder or something or QuickTime on your computer, go ahead and record it and send it in and we'll definitely play it. No, absolutely no problem. I, as far as puns for Eric's name, um, you're much more punny than me. You know what? Give me a week when Eric comes back in the show, I'll have some puns ready. Okay. Uh, we have another letter here. Read the next one. I'm researching something that Elizabeth posted on the Facebook. Yeah. And this is one from, from, I don't know if it's the same Elizabeth. It was it on Facebook. No, no, this, this letter's from Elizabeth. Okay. Might be the same one. And Elizabeth says, "Hi, I enjoy your po- hi, enjoy your podcast. Be as caffeinated as much as you want. I'm it entertains trying. me greatly." <laughs> uh, I'm with Bill. Okay, I have I not, like do not hope I don't ever have to like Neil. <gasps> have no See, I like Neil. I li- I do like Neil, but I think Hook's better for Emma. I have no problem with the young Bale fire, but after Hook pan, he went off track and encouraged Emma with a bad lifestyle. This is very true. Now he wants a, but he was coming from Neverland too. So I mean, yeah. but uh, now he wants a second chance with Emma. But he wasn't willing to give Rumple Gold another chance. So why why should uh, Emma give him a chance? I think is what she was trying to say here. Uh, please, Pan, kill off Neil for me. <laughs> I oh. sure miss August. He had a better sounding voice, had better lines, and was more mysterious. This is true. I do miss August a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. August was fun. But now uh, he's a child. Yes. Which we haven't seen since he got transformed, actually. We haven't been there. I can't can't wait to see what Regina will do with Rumpel. Hope there is a confrontation with Pan where they stymie Pan for a while. Would love to see Regina throw a fireball and have it actually do damage. Loved Ariel. Loved Regina pretending to be Ursula. I saw Ursula in the prince's ballroom, but was very pleasantly surprised when she came to life and wrapped her tentacles around Regina. Didn't see that one coming. I uh, wonder if Prince Eric in Storybrooke wor- works in the cannery, or is it a server or cook at the fish and chips food place? Just having fun with it. Sincerely, Elizabeth. Well, it. W- one thing's for sure, if they don't have, if Eric's Storybrooke identity doesn't have some sort of very Fishy. funny, funny, jokey kind of thing relating to his 
romantic relationship with someone from the of ocean, the, yes. then I think there's going to be a whole lot of disappointment. <laughs> there's going to be some there. rebellion. Um, okay, you want to take us out with this uh, from Ashley? Sure. Remind me, I want to, if I can make a small um, Wonderland thing after that so I don't forget it. Definitely. Um, okay, this is from Ashley. Hey guys, great episode um and i'm also a big doctor who fan i love i'd love to hear an episode about day of the doctor i've got done check and (laughs) meet um i've got a fanfic that's an au i don't speak i don't know what that means um alternate universe thank you um around snow falls in season one and crosses over with the marvel universe with some cameos of others later on and in chapters to come here's the link is that the one that i saw earlier Yes. Yeah. Cheers and go team Amory. Fist bump. Hugs. Love you too, Bill. Smiley face. <laughs> well, actually, just to clarify, that was fist bump with team Amory and hugs and to Bill. Hugs to Bill. Uh, but yeah, we got the fanfic here, which is great. I, I took a look through it uh, this evening. Unfortunately, like I think what we should do. Start a section on the website. Well, well, uh, what are, no, because I, I mean, obviously, uh, fanfic writers, they have their own outlets oh, for, for, th- for putting the text up. But we want to, you know, we mentioned in our feedback episode, if people send in fanfic, we'll read it. We have one. I think we should get about enough together for a half hour's worth and do a special dramatic reading of fanfic episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. That would be awesome because we do have a really long season break mm-hmm. or mid-season break more than likely coming. And I'm sure we also have some people who have been on the show before who have wanted to be on the show who would Again. love who would love to send in, I don't know, a few lines for Iron Man to say to Snow White, <laughs> <laughs> for example. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, great stuff. And we're going to put a link to the fanfic in the show notes, too, yep. so you can check it out before we read it, so you can critique our reading of it, obviously. Of course. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's it for the listener feedback. Oh, go ahead. Go I? ahead. Go ahead. Um, Elizabeth sent us a message on the old Facebooks um, helping correct my IMDb reading um, a little bit because on Wonderland so you know turn gears if you don't care about Wonderland sing yourself a song um, it actually now has listed through episode 10 but missing episode 7 hmm. but it only has names and air, t- air dates through episode 5 which has been steady for the entire yeah. time I, I will say too while IMDb a lot of times does have accurate information, it can't be depended on as a source of accuracy just because – But I can't find it anywhere else either. Yeah. It, I have looked on ABC's website hoping for a sliver of mm-hmm. something. I don't if, – if there's a better place it, for me to look. And the share. thing with, with IMDb, and this is something that people should probably be aware of anyway because I see this crop up a lot. Anyone with $30 can get – I think it's $30 can get an IMDb – pro account Mm -hmm. and go in and edit any entry they want i could i could take thirty dollars and i'm not suggesting anyone do this but i could take thirty dollars and go in and add myself as a guest cast member for this Next episode of Once Upon a Time, for example. For the day of the doctor. <laughs> for the day of the doctor. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting and it could be accurate. But, but Well, the thing is, there's not much there to be accurate about. Mm-hmm. It's literally, that's what it says. It's the <laughs> uh, little square saying yeah. that there is an episode with an unknown air date. See, that almost makes, it makes me even more skeptical of it just because well, there's no director listed, there, there's, no writer. There's no name. Yeah. there's no, Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, though, is... Mm-hmm. We got nothing to know. We're getting past episode five, yeah, other so, than Whoopi Goldberg being cast in episode <laughs> eight. But there's nothing. There's no in between. Yeah, it's been a few weeks since we've had a press release about Wonderland. I think so. it really has. And the whole, you know, mm. we discussed this on the other the fan podcast the other day. But you know, um, the whole cancellation bear mm. on TV by the numbers is not looking so good. Yeah. Um, and I was also having some discussion on the Facebooks today mm-hmm. about um, people get confused. Casual watchers of Once turn on Wonderland thinking it's Once and have no idea what's going on. They're like, why have they recast the entire show? Mm-hmm. So between that and Big Bang Theory, they're like... Yeah, uh, me, and me and you have actually been talking about this a lot off mic. And uh, I think the general consens- consensus we've come to is one... They should have they should have aired Wonderland the same night as once. And two, if there aren't episodes on the schedule, either it's canceled or they're going to wait until once goes on a hiatus 
and then put it in once's time slot right. or put reruns in once's time slot to build up interest again, one or the other. So we'll see about that. But, uh, you know, if, like I said, uh, before we started, if you want to write in greetings from storybrook at gmail.com, you can tweet us at GF storybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from storybrook and our favorite, the voicemails four two four two seven four two three five two i know Anne marie do you have anything to say before we head out of here hashtag team Anne marie hey you want to give your blog a plug again sure you did get some people there <laughs> um, i'm still working on it i'm a beginner at this mm-hmm. whole blogging so, thing. so what's the blog about the blog is about um, mostly paleo recipes and crafts and my excessive caffeination, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which I know you all love because everybody said, Anne-Marie, please get caffeinated Oh, again. yeah. We got so many comments so about many loving comments. the caffeinated Anne-Marie. Which is hilarious. Um, but it is called crunchy, crafty, and highly caffeinated.wordpress.com. Excellent. I figured I'd see if it, you know, takes off a little before mm-hmm. I pay for a real, uh, you know, address. Yeah. And where where can people uh, find you on on the social medias? At AMD Simone. I'm also the main talker on our Facebook page. <laughs> put, I mean, You're getting better. I've been. You remember it's active. there now. I yeah. think. Yeah. I I mean I've even been uh, switching between my personal account and the greetings from Storybrook account to like stuff that you post. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> But uh, and uh, with me, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can tweet me to win a free copy of my book, Team Bill Meeks, uh, hashtag Team Bill Meeks. And uh, you can uh, speaking of the book, you can find I have right now I have pre-orders for an autographed copy, which actually uh, great. I want to thank uh, a couple of people out there. I won't mention their names just in case they get embarrassed or something. But a couple of fans of the podcast reached out to me and asked. Aww. If there was going to be uh, autographed editions of the book, and I hadn't, it hadn't even occurred to me that anyone would want my stupid handwriting <laughs> on their book. But uh, so I, I put a child up, could sign better than him. Some exactly. I've but, seen it. But uh, I up at dogboyadventures.com/store. I put up pre-orders for autographed copies of the book because I can, you know, I can order a case, sign them all, ship them off, all that stuff. Uh, once uh, because I, I submitted everything today, so we should be rolling by the end of the week. But the book has almost made back the money I spent on it, not counting my time, obviously, but the money I spent on the cover art, the editing, all that stuff. It's almost uh, made back its money, and a lot of that has been thanks to listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke. So I want to thank you for that. And if anyone else is interested, dogboyadventures.com slash store is where you can find uh, you know all the different versions of the book. Right now, it's just the pre-order for the autograph copy. And uh, the Nook edition, which who has a Nook, right? But I, I, I sold apparently a few, you uh, sold like twenty copies. Yeah, apparently because the Nook's the only one that's up right now. But hopefully by the end of the week we should be good with a Kindle version, uh, iTunes, iBooks, all that kind of stuff. So just go to dogboyadventures.com/store uh, to check that out. And like I said, you know, enter the contest by tweeting out hashtag Team Bill Meeks. Hashtag Team Amory's better. <laughs> you can include them in the same tweet. That's fine. I won't count it against you. Yes, okay. you will. <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, you know we'll be back on Saturday for a Wonderland episode. So if you tune into that, we'll see you then. If not, we'll see you next week. And you know, get a hold of us as soon as the episodes Over. of Wonderland or once are done. And uh, I guess that's about it. Who's our guest this week on Wonderland? I believe, let me check my calendar here. Sorry, I like to know these things. The people no may want to know as well. I'm pretty sure I know, and I'm pretty sure it's a, I'm pretty sure it's a former guest. Sorry, I was off mic there for yeah, a second. Yeah, you were. <laughs> that was so unprofessional. Yeah. Uh, Snow Bunny. Snow Bunny! Yay! Uh, which was one of our, what did she, she came in for one of our spoiler parties, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she's fun. She's she's over in Germany, so she has to stay up super late to. Uh, I know. No, I think she said last time she took a nap and then mm-hmm. set an alarm, got up, got really caffeinated, talked to us, and went back to bed. <laughs> no, but she was great. So she yeah, was awesome. We're we're super glad to have her back again. Yep. And uh, so uh, we'll see you then. And I guess you know until next time. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke.